Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca and my tag team partner tonight. Just minutes after the main event of WrestleMania 36 is no other than the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, what's going on, man? Good, man. Uh... Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel right now. I'm going to try to put it in words. Uh, I will definitely say that WrestleMania night one was way better than night two. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. WrestleMania one. WrestleMania two was different. Um, the lack of no fans there was kind of, I feel it hurt the second show weirder than the night before. Um, I'm very happy for Drew McIntyre. I was not happy with the layout of that match. No. Um, I almost feel like as much as the fans would have been happy that Drew won, they would not be happy the way the outcome of that match happened. It seemed rushed. And we'll get to the main event in just a second. But you said you enjoyed night one more than night two. And an interesting fact that you just mentioned as well is about the crowd. You think it affected night two much more than night number one. And I agree with you. With the one exception, and that was the first match that we saw tonight, and that was Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. That match, I think, was the match of the entire weekend. I loved that match. But it seemed like once we got past Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, the tide seemed to turn at night number two for WrestleMania. Yeah, and and kudos to Charlotte because, I, you know, I told you she had, in my opinion, the best wrestling match with her versus Asuka, what, two years ago? Yep. Charlotte continues to strive, and she is becoming Miss WrestleMania. Ah, man, I was just... Dude, uh, let me tell you, like, it was just... I don't want to... I hate to be, like, nitpicking stuff, but, like... I saw more negative than I did positive uh, on social media. And I mean, to the point where people were like, I can't believe they're fighting in the gym with the recent stuff with Chris Benoit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like Chris Benoit so long ago and I get the Viceland stuff, but I saw so many people like, why are they fighting in a gym? Um, and I saw way more negatives than I saw positives. Cause yesterday was, was pretty much the only questionable thing was, the the boneyard match which you know you and i both loved but today there was just a lot of like huhs and what's and just maybe it's people feeling spoiled <laughs> maybe wrestlemania should have been over the course of a week on a saturday and a saturday <laughs> um 
Yeah, but I also think, you know, the the packages they did and, and the Drew McIntyre, like his journey was phenomenal. What a great story. But like when you said it felt rushed, how could it be rushed on a tape show? Yeah, but didn't it feel that way though? Yes, it, it, it felt like it felt like all right, we got to get this show over with. Let's make this. Uh, let's just rush this match and get it over as soon as possible. And that's how I felt watching that main event. And you're right, it was taped. You know, this is something that they put together. Um, I was telling our producer Christopher before the show, like last night, it ended a few minutes before ten o'clock. This one you know, almost ended 30 minutes later than what we saw last night. So I don't know what the rush was, but I really felt that that main event felt, and I feel bad about it because Drew McIntyre gets the victory. It's the, it's the final chapter to his 13 year journey with the WWE. And then to end it like that. And to me, it's not even about the crowd. It's, you know, we all know there's no crowd. Uh, that's not what bothered me. Like you said, the layout of the match, it just seemed disjointed and rushed. And and I think that both Brock and Drew deserve better tonight. Yeah. They, I mean, I, man, I don't know. I mean, it, it just, it reeked of weirdness and wonkiness. Maybe because we saw, you know, Edge and Orton take so long and like fight in the back and all over the, the full sail PC center. Um, or maybe like because it followed the uh, Firehouse Firefly Funhouse match, um, it was just weird. It really was like a weird WrestleMania. And like when you said with time, I kept looking at the clock because like I figured we were doing this at ten o'clock, and I was I, I got this like what what like how long is this show gonna go? And I was like, man, when it when the Firefly Funhouse match ended, I was like, wow, they're gonna give Brock and Drew some time. Yeah. And then that time did not happen, uh, you know, but that's not, that is just, that's a weird outsider call. That really is. That that's, that's just weird. Will and it I affect think his reign? I don't mean to cut you off. Will it affect his reign? Like I said, this whole WrestleMania is going to, is going to be an asterisk. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But that was weird. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because you mentioned about social media. I think the whole world right now with everything that's going on, we're adjusting. You know, it, it's it's amazing how us as people can adjust to any type of situation. And I think there was a lot of positivity on social media last night, no matter what was going on, because people were just happy that there was a WrestleMania to watch and to talk about. So they took the good and the bad, and it was all the same because, hey, it's a celebration of pro wrestling. And they were home, they were with their families, and they were watching WrestleMania. And that's such a big positive coming from last night. And I think just that the fans adjusted to it. Hey, a second night of WrestleMania, and you started to get what we usually do get when it comes to pro wrestling is a lot of negativity on social media. You got a lot of that for night number two, which you did not get last night for night one. And I think it kind of started with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte, which I thought was a phenomenal match, but a lot of people were upset that Charlotte got the victory. I think that's fantastic because that means now Charlotte's your NXT champion. So is she moving over to NXT? They're actually taking maybe their best wrestler and moving it to the third brand. I think that's very intriguing, and I can't wait to see what happens down the road. But a lot of people were upset about that finish because they wanted Rhea. And then it just started to snowball from there. The negativity just got bigger and bigger. 
And you mentioned the best story in the WWE over the last two months has been Edge and Orton. And that match was very, very long. It seemed to get, you seemed to almost get lost into it because that was about a 35 minute match. So I, to me, a little bit lengthy, a little too lengthy. But on top of that, the commentating wasn't great. Phillips and, and Saxon just weren't really enthusiastic during that match. And I think that kind of being in the middle of the show kind of hurt night number two. Yeah, and you know what? I didn't even think about that because the night before was Cole and JBL. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, listen, kudos to Edge for being in such great shape and hanging with Orton uh, in, in that type of environment. You know, but even like when we're talking about pure wrestling, that tag match, would could which could have been like another show stealer and like more of the spotty match. Um, and I'm, when I say spotty, guys doing like amazing stuff, it was short. And then, uh, like, even I loved, you know, the Dolph Ziggler uh, Otis match. And yeah, he got, he finally got the girl. It, that's where I said, like, the people, like, I remember the Savage Ultimate Warrior match when Elizabeth, and they just showed her in the crowd. And when she ran down the aisle, it was so emotional. You were so emotionally invested. But that's also with, you know, all the fans being behind it. So it was just, yeah, it was uh it was definitely night two was one for the record books. <laughs> Kudos to the men and women that work so so hard. When you talk about uh NXT, I wanna say that uh when I you know, we spoke about this with um Becky and you know, going with the future. And I know we don't know when the future uh is going to happen, but like so if we look at NXT, they are bringing Charlotte to NXT, obviously, because she's gonna be the women's champion. But, you know, Shayna Baszler lost, and she was the top woman of NXT, even though she's technically left. And now the woman that beat her just lost to Charlotte. Are you, does that hurt the brand NXT? And even on SmackDown and Raw, they have brought certain talents to help further stories, like uh, uh, the girl Bubba and Devon Train, Kaden, uh, and she wrestled Asuka. And she kind of, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't an enhancement match. It was a solid match, but it was short. So let's not do kind of like what they did to ECW, WWE, where those talents aren't recognized. It will definitely hurt the brand because I don't know uh, the last time WWE, ECW was around. Well, here's the thing, Tommy. Once we get to the other side of this, who knows what these brands are going to look like at the end of the day? I mean, there's so many question marks because of what's going on in the world right now, because... Are we going to get shows? How much do they have in the can to be able to show their fans over the next few months? Because, you know, it doesn't look like things are going to change over the next two, three months. I mean, you know, we're going to be well into the summer, you know, when hopefully things will at least start to look a little bit reminiscent of what it's been over the last month. So, you know, who knows what NXT and Raw and SmackDown are going to look like on the other side of this. And, you know, and, and you mentioned about NXT. If Charlotte's going to now be a part of NXT, which I guess she is because she's the champion, I, I can't see how that brand is going to be hurt by it. But it's just that there is definitely a lot of question marks coming out of these two nights at WrestleMania. And I'm wondering, even though, you know, we couldn't have the one long show because they decided to split it up over two nights, if it would have been better if it was just one day. You mentioned yesterday that, Hey, man, I'm glad that they split it up because it was going to be hard to take an eight-hour show uh, with no crowd. Maybe, you know what, you don't have the eight-hour show. 
for this year, WrestleMania is just four hours long. He just had the one night for four hours. You know, there's no perfect answer to this. Like you said, just kudos to everyone involved that they were even able to put on the performance that they did for WrestleMania. Dude, absolutely. And I want to, you know, I I will go on record and we'll talk about another time. Um, I loved the John Cena, Bray Wyatt stuff. Um, I know there's people that bounce them back and forth. Uh, I put up it on uh, my social media. Dusty Rhodes always said, we're making movies, baby. And that was a great movie. And if you think about it, at times it was a horror movie. And that's what, you know, they kind of said it was. Um, you know, every wrestler has the fear of my ring music's going on. And uh, not, not the fear. We have a nightmare because I've talked about it. Our ring music is playing and we don't have our boots or our ring music's on and we don't, we're missing something key that helps us to perform. And there was just little, little elements of that. There was inside jokes uh, about with the Vince McMahon doll that I was dying for. Um, it was funny, the, the, the lead writer, Brian Gewertz, who used to write for Raw, he wrote, I really do believe Vince McMahon has died in the limo <laughs> um, because of what happened, because that's so outside the box. But I loved it. And, uh, you know, like you said, too, we're on this learning curve. Things will get better. Um, every th- when, I, when I say when there's negative guys out there, girls out there, when you're watching pro wrestling, you know, me and Dave, we're, we're going to have different opinions. But, hell, it's, it's the only thing that's trending outside of, you know, uh, coronavirus and all that stuff. So like I said, maybe just shy away from the negative and something that my mom kind of taught me. If you don't have something nice to say, maybe you don't want to uh, just go out there and say it because then you just jump on the bandwagon. And if you think about most of the stuff that's uh, being put out there on social media with the, the stuff that we're going through, there's a giant political agenda across the board where every move is analyzed. So why are we going to have that in the lovely world of professional wrestling? Just like be like, hey, that was a good movie. That was a bad movie. Eh, let's do something else. Yeah, and you know what? It's fine. I I, I hate the uh, you know the people that hate watch. And a lot right. of times when it comes to wrestling, that happens. And we, we talked about it when we did the watch along for the Busted Open podcast before. I actually watched WrestleMania with the hate watch. So I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth. And as you know, I am a hypocrite. But, but Tommy, you're right. In this circumstance, in this situation, the small things that we're going to kind of you know kind of critique and bully and i are going to do it tomorrow morning uh on fight nation as well but you know what all in all i think i'm just happy that i was able to experience it with my wife experience it with my daughter we had a really good time as a family watching wrestlemania over the course of two nights and to be able to have an escape for four hours each night i mean that that's the bottom line that's more important than anything else and then you know what tomorrow we start again with with Monday Night Raw, we see where it goes. And then, you know, to be able to have a little bit of normalcy during this time, though I don't exactly think WrestleMania 36 was normal by any stretch of the imagination, especially this night, uh, it's good to know that it's there. Pro wrestling, no matter what, at least for you and I, Tommy, and for everyone that listens to the show, it's always there. Absolutely. And uh, kudos to people who worked in WWE because there was no spoilers out there. And these were all uh, pre-taped and there was no spoilers or out. So they kept it close to the vest. Um, 
And that is good for professional wrestling. And I always talk about that. Hell, I had to battle that in ECW all the time, but it wasn't spoiled. And I always say we open up our Christmas presents um, on Christmas. Day day one was awesome, man. It really was. Day two, uh, I will give it, I'll give it a C. And, uh, but like, you know, you and I keep talking. It, it's just, it gave us a break to be with our families. And, you know, what I said last night, I had a Disney themed dinner today. I had a Caribbean themed nice. dinner. Uh, I got dressed up. That's where I'm wearing my dynamic dudes. Which is amazing, by the way. And uh, my other daughter cooked dinner for us. And it was just, it was a good time for the family. And that's what WrestleMania should be. Well, thanks for everyone tuning in to the Busted Open podcast. You can hear Busted Open on SiriusXM Monday through Saturday at 10 a.m. We're having our brand new show. And before that, some best of. We have some really cool specials for the Busted Open Nation. But please like and subscribe to the Busted Open podcast because we have a lot of exclusive content coming in the future, especially over the next three or four months. So definitely stay tuned. Tell your friends about it. Tweet about it at Busted Open Radio. Tommy, I'll talk to you tomorrow tomorrow morning uh yeah fine i'll get up early for you no problem and can we talk tomorrow maybe about what you got going on in your head because you got like an eric bischoff meets john cena haircut and it looks phenomenal <laughs> it looks great i love it that's what i want to talk about i can't wait wish people would see what you're looking like you can't get a haircut my hair grows like horrible <laughs> But you you look like this dignified John Cena meets uh, Eric Bischoff going on. I love it. That's amazing. I got one more favor to ask. Can you join me at 7 a.m. for the pre-tape of the show tomorrow? Oh can, you can you do this? Can you start up Busted Open with me tomorrow? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Busted Open podcast. Again, don't forget to subscribe and then listen to us Monday through Saturday right here on SiriusXM. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.